video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. What's up? My name is Anthony. You're listening to Progress Bar. How you doing? Hoping you're having a great day. Today we're going to get into Metal Gear Online and getting insurance for your Ford operating base. And we're going to talk about the good and the bad of Tony Hawk 5, so stay tuned for that. We've got songs from Sarah Schachner, Ron D. Prisco, and Binster, so stay tuned for those. And you can contact me. At Sir Kibble 2 at any point in the show. I got my phone on me, ready to check it out. You can also email me, anthony at progressbarradio.com. Got some exciting news. Now on TuneIn Radio. Been waiting for this day. TuneIn Radio. So if you use TuneIn Radio, uh, you can find the link to where I'm at on the Spreaker page. I know it's a little confusing, but go to Spreaker. You can find the description, and then you can click the link to get on TuneIn Radio. Uh, within the next 24 hours, they'll have it searchable. So, just got up this morning, or sometime last night. So, we're on TuneIn Radio now. Really excited about it. I'll probably tweet it out, too, if you're, if you're interested in that. So, go check that out. I'm sure most of you already use TuneIn Radio anyway. So it only makes sense. Cool? Fantastic. It's amusing when publishers get creative with microtransactions. I love it. I think I have seen every way a microtransaction can be pitched to us. Have you considered insurance for your game or your gameplay? Because this is what Konami is offering. They're basically offering insurance just in case you lose anything in your forward operating base. Here's the deal. You have a forward operating base. People can steal stuff on your forward operating base. With insurance, they can steal your stuff, but you don't lose it. The insurance doesn't cover captured staff, wounded staff, staff used to defend the forward operating base, And it doesn't cover nuclear weapons. It costs 50 MB coins for three days and up to 300 MB coins for two weeks. MB coins is the currency, the quote-unquote free-to-play currency in Metal Gear Online. It costs about $6 to buy 550 MB coins if you were looking to get the two weeks. This is just like being a grown-up, right? Gotta think about insurance policies. Which one will be best for me? How long do I want it? All that fun stuff. The early days of getting into 
adulthood. Now, you can earn MB coins just by playing the game, but obviously it's a grind. So, more than likely, the microtransactions are set up in such a way that you're going to feel compelled to buy the MB coins instead of grinding them out. Now, you get, I think, it's two or three free days of insurance for one try. You get a trial of free insurance for three days. I feel like this is almost the same as Clash of Clans players keeping their stuff at all times. Like, Can you imagine if you played Clash of Clans or have at least tried Clash of Clans? Can you imagine if you went into somebody's base, totally wrecked it, came back the next day, and they had the exact same everything that they had before, minus a few minions that they deployed to defend their base. Wouldn't that be awful? That would suck. I feel like that's exactly what's going on with this game. Now, I I, I do know, obviously, I haven't played it. I'm still waiting for the game to come. I sent back Tony Hawk 5. That's why we're going to talk about that. So I'm hoping Metal Gear 5 is coming from Gamefly. But still, you look at it, and and just at face value, and again, I'm the guy looking from the outside in. So if you've had experience with this already, please let me know how this goes. Hit me up on Twitter, at SirKibble2, Anthony at ProgressBarRadio.com. That's my email. Hit me up on TuneIn. Post something in the comments there. Because I'm the guy outside looking in, and I'm not really getting this whole thing. El Zoro, welcome to the chat. You did make it this time. Thanks for joining. But I do feel like this would destroy the ebb and flow. Think about it. Player A has resources and manpower. Player B comes in and takes resources and manpower. Player A should become weaker, and then player C should be able to come in and have a better chance against player A because player A is weaker from player player B's assault. This insurance would mess up that ebb and flow. Right? What it would actually be is player A has resources and manpower. Player B comes in and takes resources and manpower. Player A stays strong because of insurance. Player B gets stronger, but player C may not still have a chance. See, I would probably be player C, right? Player A or B, at some point, get attacked by them or whatever. They attack each other. I come in. Not knowing what happened, but I still come in. And player A has very little damage done to their forward operating base. All because of insurance. I understand the idea of, hey, you paid for this, so let's give you something worthwhile. But paying for something that at least at face value, seems like it fundamentally breaks the game, seems weird. But I, I, I guess thinking about it, 
I feel like that's what all free-to-play microtransactions do. At least this sort of microtransactions. Free-to-play, uh, you can get... A lot of games have buy stronger weapons. Hey, you bought something, so let's give you something worthwhile. Right? Fundamentally breaks the game. Because, obviously, people who don't pay have an unfair advantage. Now, in this case, you pay, you get an advantage... Your base can actually stay strong in certain ways. Now, you lose, you could still lose nuclear weapons. So that's, I guess that's a good thing on that front. But then when we talk about staff, I don't know what that means. Are we talking about staff like soldiers? Are we talking about staff as in benign NPCs? And when we talk about deploying manpower, deploying defense, are we talking about while you're being raided? Or is these defenders before anybody comes? Or is it deployed at any time? Like, it's it's confusing. And again, I haven't played it. That's why I'm confused. That's why I need to know. I just don't understand how this works out. I'm hoping it's not as bad bad as it sounds from a gameplay perspective because it sounds like it's really breaking the game and if it is that again another failed attempt at microtransactions but hey if konami gets the money then it works out for them sucks for us that's how it usually goes you know i hope the halo 5 microtransactions work out you get more powerful weapons but you can only use it in the end game which if you think about MOBAs that's kind of how those are although those are all balanced so it's kind of curious to see how those microtransactions will work so as of right now as far as I understand it as far as it looks I'm not going to say I fully understand it because I don't because I haven't played it that's why I, I hey you can help me out. Tell me how this works. Because if it's not as bad as it seems, that's fantastic. Then I'll give Konami their props. But if it is, then I'm putting them up on my corkboard of another failed microtransaction business model. This song is Dark Slayer. It's by Sarah Schockner. It's from Assassin's Creed Unity. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Dark Slayer by Sarah Schockner. You can find that uh, on something.com. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. I returned it to Gamefly because I, j- I, I couldn't do it anymore. It's been a long time since I've been sorely disappointed by a game, but Tony Hawk 5 delivered excruciating, undeniable amounts of disappointment to me. That game sucks. It's like the person who plays a sport, and you're watching them, and you got hope for them. You know, you're playing with them. Maybe it's playground basketball. Maybe it's schoolyard football. You know, whatever the case is. They look like somebody who, you know, you might have hope for a little bit. So you pick them on your team or you're just kind of watching them. And they tell you, hey, you know, pretty good. I'm all right. But they're kind of looking for that affirmation. And then you finally get to see them play. And you're looking at them and thinking, man, this guy sucks then they come back to you and you're like well how was I and now you're in a position where you're like I don't want to kill this guy I mean he's really bad so how can I just let him down gracefully right that's kind of how I feel about Tony Hawk 5 I was hoping it would be good I really was then I got my hands on it and I'm like oh dear lord usually you know, after I'm done playing a game, after I got my fill of it, I'll do the good and the bad. You know, I did that for the Rainbow Six Siege beta. I did that for Forza Six. And so far, I've had some good. I've had some bad. It's been pretty even. Now, mm-mm. <laughs> there's not really much good about Tony Hawk 5, unfortunately. It's mostly bad. It's a little sad. Thankfully, Tony Hawk 5 is not a human being, so I don't have to let it down gracefully. I'll say it again. Tony Hawk 5 sucks. Bad. The online flow is absolutely atrocious. Considering what Activision has done before and considering what games have been out, I am surprised Robomoto didn't get this right. Maybe they didn't have the budget. They spent it all on getting Tony Hawk and the license to use his name. I don't know what the case is. But the fact is the online aspect is shoved in there and doesn't add anything to the game. They might as well have put in just a straight up matchmaking lobby and just left it at that. But instead, they put you in what they call free skate, where you're with a group of other online people that you have no interaction with. And from there, you can do free skate missions right there in that area, or you can do missions. If you decide to do a mission, you are literally taken out of that little free skate area with a load-in screen. Then you are placed in an empty area with nobody there just for you to do the mission. 
but you're still online. Once you're done with that mission, if you choose not to continue or replay that mission, you are then taken back to the free skate area with a load-in screen. It's atrocious. Not to mention, once you start the mission, you have to wait a few seconds. Then the game loads in. Then you're placed in the empty space. Then you wait a little bit more. And then the screen to start finally comes up. And then you can start the mission. It's so dumb. It's like I chose to do the mission so I could start the mission. So why do I need an option to actually start the mission? Just throw me into the mission. Just do that. Because in order to start the mission in the first place, you have to hold X. And Tony Hawk, you're not holding X for any reason. At least if you're using the default controls. You have no reason to hold X. Granted, I'm using Xbox One controllers. Go ahead and map the PlayStation 4 controllers accordingly as I'm talking. But there's no reason to hold X. None. So why, why are we making this more complicated? With the seamless on world, online worlds we've created, why isn't this more seamless? I mean, the free skate area acts like a destiny hub world, basically. And you have really no interaction with those people as you're going along. It's just everybody doing their own free skate missions, their own free skating, period. And if you bump into them, nothing really happens. If they bump into you, it says, uh, so-and-so bumped into you. And it's like, so freaking what? Like, can I challenge them to a duel now? Like, what are we doing? Like, why does that matter? Why do I have this popped up on my screen? So you have this hub world that you're taken out of constantly as you're doing missions. And it wastes so much time. It doesn't make any freaking sense. Private games suck too. You're in a private game. You can't load into missions the same. You you can't instantly load into missions. You're still placed into this hub world. And if you want to do a mission by yourself, you still have to load into it. And then after you're done, for whatever reason, you're kicked out of the private game and placed back into the public hub world. It's so weird. I don't get it at all. So that's one thing that's bad. Here's something that's good though. You know where you try to find something good to say about something? Here's what I finally figured out good about the game. The controls are actually okay. They are. They really are. Performing tricks is simple. Just as simple as it was in any of the other Tony Hawks. You can use the control pad to navigate your skater. You can use the control stick to navigate your skater. You can press the right trigger. You Basically driving controls to move your skater forward or stop. I actually prefer that. Now that it's there, I actually like doing that. It's different from what done for what was done in Tony Hawk and Tony Hawk 2 and all the other ones. But I kind of like it. I don't know why. I just naturally gravitated towards that. Maybe it was because it was easier to revert so I didn't have to literally switch my hands everywhere. Just kind of use my thumbs to do everything else. I thought that worked for me. 
But you could also press up on the control stick or up on the D-pad to move forward. That's there too. I think you can map the control to X to move forward if you want to do that. So as far as controls, it does control fine. However, that good has a hint of bad in it. Robomoto added this new little feature for grinding. I don't know what to call it. I'll just call it fast fall. Basically, when you're grinding, you, well, I'll say it this way. You know how in the older games where you jumped and you kind of had to just land on the rail and then you grinded on it, right? You had to make sure you jumped at the right velocity and all that other stuff. And if you landed on the rail, you could grind on it, right? How real life skating works. Not in this game. If you want to grind for whatever reason, you jump in the air and when you hit the grind button, you just drop to the ground. Just as fast as you can think. You just drop to the ground. It doesn't make any sense. It throws me off every single time. Because I think, oh, I still got some air time left before I get to the rail to grind. And then I just drop to the ground right in front of the rail. I'm like, why the frick is this in here? I don't understand the point of it. The only useful thing I have found it for is when you're about to go off the map and you just drop to the ground. That's it. Doesn't make any sense why that's in there. So even though the controls are good, there's that one little caveat that makes the controls ugly. And grinding is a core part of the game, so you're not going to get around it. There's no way. So you got to deal with that. The bad, custom skaters. You can't create your own custom skaters. You can modify the existing skaters. There's a difference. You can't create your own custom skater. You can't create your own moves. You don't give your own skater its own abilities you modify the existing skaters that are there you can change their head you can change their clothes you can change their board but that's all you can do and each skater that's already available in the game has their own attributes has their own move sets you i don't think you can change those i could be wrong about that if you can that's good however you're still stuck with the moves that each skater traditionally has. So you can't switch and swap moves from a different skater. It's bad. And the UI to get all around that, oh, it's atrocious. It's awful. Another bad thing. Graphics. Terrible. Sound design. Awful. Dear Lord. I'm not joking you. Every, every load-in screen has graphics pop in. Anything you do that has to load in some sort of graphic, it has pop in. All of it. Not to mention, the parks are bland as frick. I mean, there's no, like, graffiti fanfare. There's no, there's no, like, little nuanced touches to make the parks come alive. And the design of the parks aren't even that fun to begin with. Those are kind of boring. If people are creating parks that are reminiscent of the past parks. 
somebody created a park that said bad game. Like all they wrote was bad game in in the park. <laughs> like it's it's that ridiculous. There's no fanfare with the sound design. Balloons popping sounds like fireworks. I don't know. It's it's the weirdest thing, but I'm playing it and I I'm I do radio. I'm an audio guy. I hear stuff. And in that game, I am bored. I'm like, there is nothing going on for my ears to catch on to. It's terrible. The number one thing that made me finally say, all right, I'm done. I'm moving on to the next game. I'm returning this this to Gamefly for whatever reason. I still haven't figured this out. I've looked it up. I don't think anybody, I don't know who else has been having this situation. But if you have, please hit me up. I don't know how to fix this. At some point, I started holding X to get into my missions and it wouldn't do anything. It just stopped. Like everything just stopped working. I turned the game off. Restarted it. Still didn't do it. I turned the Xbox off. Came back. Still didn't do it. So I don't know what the frick happened. I'm like, why am I I dealing with this anymore? I'm just going to return it to Gamefly. Just go on with my life. This is terrible. I know it's a glitch, but still, that's a bad glitch. Like, I'm stuck in Freescape because I can't do any of the missions. Because they want to load me into a whole nother server, whatever. So stupid. It's unfortunate, because I really wanted that game to be good. Oh, maybe your expectations were too high. No, they weren't. I came in with an open mind. I really did. I was like, this could be good. And I was seeing all the negative feedback. And I'm like, eh, maybe they're coming from the direction of they don't quite understand the nostalgia they had with the earlier Tony Hawks. So maybe that's why they're so hard on the game. Nah, it's all true. The stuff people are complaining about, it's all true. This song is called The Boss Theme. It's by Rom DiPrisco. You can find it on the Guacamelee original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is the boss theme by Ram D. Prisco. You can find it on the Guacamelee original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. El Zorro asked, you can't talk to the people in the free skate lobby? You could. You could talk to you could talk to them. There's no private type of chatter in there. It's not like you you could I think you could get a group of friends together, but I think after that it just turns into a private match. So you might as well just go that route. But if you just had your headset on or connect on or whatever, you could talk to the people in the lobby. You could do that. You could also challenge people to different multiplayer matches within the lobby. But it's, as far as I understand, it's only people in that lobby. But I think there is, there's also dedicated matchmaking. Where you could just match up with anybody, anywhere online. Uh, that, you know, did turn out too great. It's just typical stuff. It There is some fun stuff. Like there's one mission where you can... Uh, shoot out fireworks out of your skateboard and destroy targets and uh, and destroy each other. It's more like a team deathmatch type of thing. You know, real goofy stuff, just like in past Tony Hawk games. There's there's some goofy stuff. It's just everything surrounding that, just not that great. What kills that, what kills all of that is the frame rate. The frame rate dips. Yeah, oh, God, it's so bad. It might as well be lag. <laughs> it's just that bad. So when you're playing these multiplayer matches, you're trying to have some sort of precision, but sometimes the frame rate gets in the way and it throws you off. So that kind of kills stuff. But, over, I mean, the matchmaking, it's f- fine if you can find anybody. If that's, that's the hard part. You got to find somebody. So if you can't find anybody... You know, there's obviously there's just no point. There we go. got one more song for you. This is called Zolden Out for a Zero. You can download it for free at ocremix.org. It is by Binster. You're listening to Progress Bar.
is Zolden Out for a Zero. It's remixed by Binster. You can download that at ocremix.org. It's good stuff. All right, that cues the end of the show. Appreciate you listening. Uh, I feel bad for having to go that off on Tony Hawk 5. I, I, like I said, I really did want to like it. I did. But there's just nothing to that game. Outside of the controls, which, I mean, that's a big part of it. If they got that wrong, too, obviously, don't even buy it at all. But unless you're desperate, I mean, I, even if you're desperate, I mean, I think you'd have more fun daydreaming about doing sweet, unrealistic skateboarding tricks, you know? Like... <laughs> You might as well do that. Because, oh god, it's just not good. Anyway, we're on TuneIn now. So if you enjoy using the TuneIn app, then check us out there, Progress Bar Radio. Again, the link will be in the description so you can find it. You can find the description on Spreaker.com or SoundCloud. In the near future, I'll probably be moving most of my content to tune in in the first place. But also working on getting on iTunes and iHeartRadio. So there will be a lot of options. Contact me at SirKibble2 on Twitter. Email me, Anthony at ProgressBarRadio.com. Let me know your thoughts about Tony Hawk 5. Let me know your thoughts about... The insurance policies of for forward operating bases in Metal Gear Online. Love to hear what you think about that. If you got anything else you want to talk about, hit me up there too. Post some comments on TuneIn. That works as well. I check them all. So I hope you have a great day. El Zero, thanks for joining the chat. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>